hello and welcome to Four Four Brew, the podcast. Uh, so today I'm your host, Ivor, and I'm going to introduce what I'm drinking tonight, and it is a pilsner I got from my local supermarket. It just says pilsner on it. With Nothing that supermarket, else. the Aldi. <laughs> no, it was a Danish one called Netto. I'm oh. now living with my parents <laughs> in, in Copenhagen. Copenhagen again. I'm in Copenhagen now. I've got a lovely pills that cost me two krona, which is about 25p. Can't get any better than that. Jim, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking another Cornish beer. This one's from Sharps Brewery. It's called Sea Fury. Uh, Matt, what are you drinking tonight? Well, conveniently with you going either, I am on. Aldi's finest. No, he didn't. Luna Lager. Anyway, and finally, James, what are you drinking? I I am drinking some lovely cans of Carling. One for corrections this week, and we somehow amazingly we didn't fuck up last week. I think. We think. I mean, we think we didn't fuck up. I mean, I fucked up pretty majorly, but most of it got cut out of the podcast, so that's okay. And now I believe it is time for our school predictions game, and I don't do any of this because I can't be bothered. So. Whoever does this, please fill me in. You you know full well it's me, Ivan. and it takes all of five minutes of my life. Because it was the international break, there obviously weren't many games to predict, so it's been a quite a quiet week. And somehow, Ivor has not lost. He's not Yo. even come second. He's not even come Yo. second last. He's actually come second. Matt's, Matt's had his best week ever. Not only did he get two correct predictions in one night, he's had no most wrongs. He's at zero and doesn't have to drink yet. Ivor only got three. I got four. And this evening, James is our loser with five. I guess moving on from our score prediction game, which actually went surprising as well this week, we've got our get talking point games, and I think I want to briefly brush over the fact. I'm going to restart that. I want to briefly. I want to briefly go again. <laughs> briefly, <laughs> trying to go Sean, again. Sean Connery, right here. I want to briefly. <laughs> Do you know what this this hasn't been? What brief. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to briefly cover uh, a few of the batterings that happened in this international break. One game that I found quite fun is Japan beating Mongolia 14-0. I mean, to be fair, I'm surprised Mongolia have a football team. Belgium beat uh, Belarus 8-0, so... And the Netherlands beat Gibraltar 7-0. I mean, I feel like after Japan 14, Mongolia 0, after, like, the eighth goal, you sort of get the picture. I think Much three of important. their goals were in stoppage yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think the most impressive thing is that they still scored three in stoppage time and didn't bother letting up. Well, I guess we did actually want to properly talk about some games this week, and I think the first one we wanted to broach is Wales 1, Czech Republic 0. Do you guys have any thoughts on the game? Gareth Bale is an absolute icon. He's absolutely clotted the allegedly racist um, person for Czech Republic. Gareth Bale literally stared at him in the face, turned around and elbowed him, which was quality. In case you missed it, Andre Cadella, who was uh, allegedly racist to Glenn Kamara in the uh, Samuel uh, Pride Rangers game, yeah. uh, was absolutely twatted in the face by Gareth Bale's elbow. I only watched it 10 minutes before this started, but it was genuinely really satisfying to watch. It was yeah, like a it was nice. as well. You do indeed. Did anyone have actual thoughts on the game? Uh, I want to say Gareth Bale... On top of that, although he's not like as quick, so therefore not quite as good a dribbler as he used to be, like technically he is pretty sick. Like he bangs out like 40 yard passes easily and they all seem pretty accurate. Like oh, he's great technically. Like he, I feel, well, not necessarily at Real Madrid, but at Spurs the first time he was like a dribbler, which you've seen at, but I think his like technical side of ground was either overlooked then or has improved since. But he is, even though he's nowhere near as quick as he used to be, he is still very good with the ball. I mean, he assisted James's goal. Yeah, he did. That was a pretty sick cross. 
I was a bit surprised by the result, to be honest. I was I was expecting Czech Republic to win, really. Czech Republic seemed to have a good side. After the absolute shift that Suchek put in in their last game. Do you mean Sauchek? You mean Soychek? Isn't it Soychek? <laughs> One of my friends from uni is from Newcastle, and he says it's Soychek. Yeah, that's not an excuse. You understand that Suchek's not from Newcastle? <laughs> I do understand that, just, I mean, I... For a split second, then, I thought that was going to be a little nugget of, actually, I know someone from the Czech Republic, and they say Soychek. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no, it was a Geordie. The, the other game that, I guess, was very important to us was that Eng- England beating Poland T1. Wasn't particularly surprising, considering they were missing uh, the best number nine in the world. It was more surprising that they got the goal because they didn't. Yeah, look, they well, didn't look like scoring. Yeah. At any England point played great, but Poland didn't look like scoring. John John Stones handed that goal to them, and Matt, a correct prediction on a platter. John Stones was yep. definitely at fault, but the pass to him from Pope put him under pressure in the first place. Which is why I think Pickford yeah, will his, start his the Euros. His first touch was good enough to, to yeah, make like, that Yeah, but he's definitely better. But I reckon at City, that doesn't happen because of the pass from Edison. Yeah, Southgate's post-match interview, he mentioned the pass from Pope to Stones in the lead-up to that goal. Mm. I thought Pope's effort to save it was shit as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought he could have... right past his arm. The actual save itself, but I think down. it wasn't... Like, he couldn't really do much about it, but he could have definitely, like... Come out and like dive at the keeper's feet yeah. or something. That would keep that's the thing. I, I, I disagree. I, I think there was more he could have done about it. It's not like it was out of reach. It went past his arm. Like yeah, but it goes past. Yeah, but, like, so he could just spread himself and then it's gone can that quick. He can't do much. But I think yeah. he definitely could have even now at the angle like dived at the striker's feet. But it wasn't unsafe. Um, yeah, I guess. It has been a theme throughout these games. Post Pope's distribution has been nothing like what Pickford's normally is. And also, Pickford hasn't been on bad form this year for Everton, and he's. I sort of say. He's played at least 30 times for England and he's never made a mistake leading to a goal. And, like, uh, obviously, you're not necessarily want to play someone if they're making a mistake every their club, but he's never let England down. Yeah. So I don't think there's any reason no. to drop him. And, I mean, it was a while ago now, but Everton were top of the league at one point. At one point is a very, very... I mean, fucking Spurs were the title race at one point. I mean, yeah, in the, in, the, in, the, in the season when nine different teams have been at the top of the league already. Nine? Arsenal, Southampton, Spurs, Everton... Liverpool, City, United... Leicester, probably. I think Leicester. Yeah, Leicester, I think. Chelsea? I think it's Chelsea? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially if it's not just like, off. Like, imagine if a team's played, like, one plays on the Friday, they would go to... Yeah, mid-game. Yeah. No, they're, they're ahead for, like, three hours. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah but I reckon that sounds like an accurate fact, that we won't have to correct next week. Yeah. What I, do we make of the rest of the England team besides the keeper? I think it's, it's quite, he's right. pretty clear on the team he's going to play. I think the fullbacks are still like 50-50 in each side. Yeah. The midfield three, if Henderson's fit, is clearly going to be Henderson, Rice and Mount. Definitely Kane and Sterling. I feel like he'll play Rash if he's fit. Because yeah, I, I think, agree. And we also miss someone like running into the box more. Mm. So I think we need that. Even if Fo- I'd probably say Foden's a better player than Rashford, but Rashford is needed yeah, for the team. I liked Foden oh. yesterday. He had some really good touches. What about Lingard? He's been playing really good football. I don't, I'm not even certain he makes a squad. Although, did you see the squads might be... Made larger if they if they go for five subs at the yes. tournament, then the squad will the be larger. Headline. They're planning it, and I'm I'm all for it. I think right, they should yeah. have introduced. They definitely should have introduced five subs in the prem. I think. Yeah, I don't, to, I don't. I can see like think people are like, oh, it's unfair because it makes it easier for City and harder for teams like Sheffield. But Sheffield have come bottom anyway, and City are still top. Like, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also Sheffield don't have to play as many midweek games to go out in the tournaments early. Yeah, yeah. Like they won't. They won't be like, going it in makes sense the for the bigger teams to have more players because they're playing more tournaments. 
I think the five subs would have been useful for injuries and stuff. Especially because most of the English players play in the Prem, so it's just annoying to see, like, at the moment, obviously, Grealish, Saka and Rashford are injured. It's annoying to see that. And Kane not looking tip-top. Because yeah. at the start of the season, he looked unbelievable. I, Jim and I both, in the last week, uh, regarding not only the Poland game, but also the, was it Algeria? Albania. Game? Albania. Yeah, Albania. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice European qualifier against Algeria. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we both noted that Kane seemed to falter in both those games, just like physically, he was yeah. not as mobile in the, the latter stages of those games, which I, is concerning at this stage of a season I, before I can't remember if it's an opinion I've shared on here or just in my personal life. I think Harry Kane has got too used to playing with Son at Tottenham. And when one when like when Son's injured, I don't think he performs as well because I think he's used to the service that he gets from Son and the partnership they have. And when he's playing with anyone else, he's just not performing as well. Yeah, and Son's someone, the type of player that will do a lot of running for you as well as if you're a striker I suppose uh, to be fair Kane does quite a decent shift defensively but that was quite a few times against Poe in the least yeah. where the ball be in wide areas and Kane wouldn't be in the box because he'd yeah. already dropped deeper no because he, he was and he was out wide sometimes he was yeah. out wide he'd drop deep he'd be in wide he was on both areas. wings and the, it meant there was no one in the box which is why I think Rashford be... needs to play because if Kane yes. drops into those deep yeah. areas Rashford is the penalty box presence whereas Foden yeah. and Sterling won't necessarily be that yeah, basically to let Rashford do what Son does, uh, going yeah. forward at least, if he doesn't do as much defensively, would be ideal. Which is why I said since day one, when we did the fuck about like, second podcast or whatever, we said the England team, I was like, Rashford has to play. All the other options are like better footballers than him. He's the best forward team, is to start him. I can see Jim is itching to mention that Kieran Tierney got three assists for Scotland in their last game of the international break. Actually, I was going to mention the most important international game of the week, which was, of course, Qatar versus Ireland, but okay. Oh, no, do you know what we are forgetting? We're forgetting Germany against North Macedonia. That was actually a big game. Timo Werner's miss. Um, how will Premier League teams feel about how their players have performed in the internationals? Thinking of, as you mentioned, Kieran Tierney's hat-trick of assists and Timo Werner's <laughs> shocking miss. Oh, it was unbelievable. I it can... was. I think the final game you want to cover, even though it's not happened yet, I think it's a very interesting game because I'm quite in- invested in the league on title race and PSG Lille is on Saturday, I believe. For the record, when this has gone out, that's yesterday. Who do people actually want to win that game? Because generally, I'm like, we don't want PSG to win the league. But I, I like Pochettino so much that I want I want <laughs> like PSG to do well, which is weird because normally I hate them, but under Pochettino, I like them. I quite like PSG anyway. Like in the Champions League final, I wanted them. I think I did, but that's just because Bayern are like um, Bayern like a Bayern are just like a, a quite like a technical, but like like a machine effective. almost. Like they're yeah, effective, yeah. like machine, like they're, they're, they're getting done. But they're yeah, like that. They're like classic German. Like whereas France, the PSG team even have like more flair to them and stuff. Yeah. And obviously they're a worse team, so they did deserve to lose and stuff. But it's just more exciting the way they play. From a managerial like Bayern are the better the, team and the Bay- the Bayern way is the more effective way of guaranteeing results because you're putting your faith in 11 players rather than putting your faith in like two or three yeah one one or two to go and do something spectacular you're putting your a faith in a like in an efficient machine to go and do what they've been trained to do rather than hoping that someone can spark some brilliance 
it is a, it's a very decisive game because I think don't know who Leon played, but they're only three points off as well. It's impressive that Lille in the Tauris, right? But they're like their best season and then sold Pepe, who was their best player. They've now lost um, Gabriel to Arsenal yeah. as well this yeah, last they, summer. They, 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 they're they like own... a selling club, so to still be in the Tauris is impressive. I mean, they've got Jose Font at the back and he's like To be fair, the amount old. of centre backs who've played next to him and then become insane is mad. Like fucking Ruben Diaz at Portugal, Van Dijk at Southampton, uh, Gabriel. He's not been at that Southampton mad. as well. Looked a lot better. Yeah, Gabriel at, come to Arsenal been decent, and then is it Botman? I think who was linked with Liverpool in the oh, January. Yeah. Should we do a quick little prediction for PSG Lille? Because I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call two 0 Lille. Um, I don't know enough to say, but I'm gonna back an Mbappe hat trick like three one. I'm gonna go the direct opposite of either and say two 0 PSG. I'll go for four one PSG. Quite a bold prediction for you, Matt. Have I bet you out by calling you vanilla earlier in the day. Yeah, you did, but you can call me vanilla, but when I get two correct predictions on one night, you can see why. I mean, I think we can all take away from this that Matt's a boring prick, and we should move on to just 59 seconds, and... Our first just 59 seconds fixture is Jim against Ivor. I swear that's been... just change it surely, because that's the same every week. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, against I'll do that the people's again. champ again. <laughs> Jim against me. The first topic is Sergio Ramos. In three, two, one, go. Sergio Ramos is a Spanish footballer. He's 35 years of age. Deviation from the truth. Deviation from the truth. His name's Sergio Ramos, not Sergio Ramos. No, he didn't. He is still reading Wikipedia, though. He's just trying to be more discreet with it. He also said Sturgeo Ramos. I swear I didn't life. say Sturgeo. No, no, no. I'm you carrying could. on. No, you're still reading from his Wikipedia. You're going to obviously win. Your reflection in the glasses. That's the reflection of you. That's the oh, zoom, fuck. you prick. <laughs> Over the mat now, starting in three, two, one. So the reason I put Sergio Ramos on the wheel for just 59 seconds today is because... He's just been ruled out with an injury of the next um, few Real Madrid players. Hesitation! Man hesitation! Also, I don't think you could be like, yeah, I put him on the wheel as part of your talk. Over to Jim in three, two, one. Are you not going to say go? <laughs> I mean, I'll start in a few seconds. Hesitation! <laughs> no! Yeah, hesitation. Come on, he... Over to Matt! <laughs> Over to Matt! Sad. When Matt, did it, when Matt did it, you've just no, got to learn not, some life lessons, Matt. For a start, it's not horseshit, it's just 59 seconds. Second of all, I didn't say go for Matt. So, Matt, are you ready? Yeah, born ready. Right, get going in three, two, one. So, he's missing the game against Liverpool, which will mean that we don't get a reunion of his battle with Mohamed Salah from the Champions League final a few years ago, where Salah was forced off. I've hesitated. Jim, ready? Yeah, sure. Round three, two, one. He's captain of the Spanish national team and of Real Madrid, and he currently plays as a centre-back. However, he did play as a right-back earlier in his career, and can I just say he looks stunning with a beard and in Real Madrid's uh, blue top from their 2019 season. He really pulls that off. He looks peng. I like the hair. Repetition. Stunning and peng are the same word, man. Fair enough. Um, uh, so, Matt, when so you we're ready? not over 59 seconds yet. Sorry. It's been not going yet. for a while. Not yet. Crazy. In three, two, one. Wait. I don't have anything to say, so you can just give it You've lagged out. So really? In three, two, one. Sorry, sorry. Am I back? Am I back? Um, so, yeah. I don't know what to say. That's what I have to say. Hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hesitation. 
deviation from everything that matters. <laughs> In three, two, one. Uh, before playing for Real Madrid, Ramos played for And that's for just 59 us. seconds. Yay! It's my first win! I'm going to go for a place before. Yeah, that's embarrassing, given that you play Ivor every week. my first win. We've got James starting against Ivor and my stopwatch is ready. 59 seconds, we're going to be talking about Harry Kane. James, are you good to go? I am good. Okay, three, two, one, go. Harry Kane is an England international striker who plays a ton of hotspur. Previously in his career, he's been out on loan to a fair few teams, including Leicester City, where he played with Jamie Vardy. At Tottenham Hotspur, he is well on the way to becoming their record goal scorer ever, as far as I know, and is approaching <laughs> Jimmy Crew's record. That's cap. I'm carrying on. Uh, okay. He's linked up very well with Son and has either broken or is about to break the record for most goal contributions between a pair. So that's like one assists the other, the other assists them for a goal in a season. He is also one of a golden boot at least once. That could be cap, but I'm going to say it's not. And has been caught up to the England squad since he broke into Tottenham's team and played very well for them. At England, he won the golden boot at the World Cup when England reached the semi-final, only losing to Croatia. That's been a minute, fuck you. No, it's not. Yeah, it has. It's, it's not. Gonna be, it's going to be like very, very near. <laughs> nah, nah, you're um, having, man. I was watching my timer when it started and that had been 59 seconds. That's why I started Well, it's been 57 and a half for me, <laughs> so you can start my car. Nah, your timer's capping. Your timer is straight capping. No, I've been scammed. What's straight capping? What's straight capping is that you don't get called for hesitation at the end of every sentence when you leave a yeah, gap when you five go, minutes. Also, either counting you in, three, two, one, go. Harry Kane has also played for Norwich. You've and won this week. <laughs> the people's is the goat of just 59 <laughs> seconds. I actually want to pull someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I'm saying that's. So I'm saying that. I'm saying. Ivor should have started talking about 50 seconds ago after James's first dissertation. I know, but I'm glad this is how that's it's turned out. Well, anyway, after that very heated debate we had in just 59 seconds, it's time to move on. And we felt, as Aguero has announced he's leaving Manchester City this week, we thought it'd be quite a good idea to discuss who have been the best Man City legends over the past 10... Let's be honest, only the past 10 decades. <laughs> 10 decades? Have Man <laughs> City decades. existed for 10 decades? <laughs> There's a clear top four. Aguero, Silva, Company and Yaya Torre. I think it'll probably go to Barca. Yeah, I can only see it being Barca or PSG or like maybe, but they've got Icardi. I've heard some pretty strong rumours that he's got um, his agent or whatever is in Ireland at the moment talking to Drogada United. I don't know why, because he would not be able to dislodge Chris Lyons from that starting eleven, to be honest. Well, my number one City legend for me, apart from Aguero, I think probably should be David Silva. I don't really see much competition we're having this discussion, but I mean, Man City have clearly already made their minds up as to some recent legends because they're all getting statues. Yeah, they're all getting statues <laughs> outside the Etihad. No, except for Yaya. They didn't let like, yeah, Yaya get one, and Yaya deserves Yaya's one. not as big a legend as the other three. No, though, Yaya was as much as David Silva because he, he fucking. Oh, he won them. Yeah. He got the goal for yeah, their I... FA Cup victory. Which yeah, was he the won the first FA Cup and was a key part era. in the first two titles. No, I'm I'm with James on this. I think Yaya is as. As tro- as not trophy worthy, statue worthy as the others. Yeah, well, maybe company because he was captain, but I think he's as trophy yeah, worthy as the others. Yeah, that's why I'd put company top. Yeah, I'd say 
in a discussion about biggest city legends, I think if I were a City fan, I imagine that I'd see Company as the biggest legend for being the one to lift the trophies as captain. Perhaps something we'll have more debate over with, I suppose, is if Aguero is one of the best Premier League or the best Premier League signing. No. I don't think so. I mean, he just... Because best Premier League signing is essentially the same as best Premier League player because almost every mad player came, came was signed. But obviously, you've got a few like gigs who obviously started United. There's like transformative impacts that some players have on clubs. So when I was thinking of who the best Premier League signings could be, I'm trying to think of like any teams that had an era of dominance during the Premier League Cantona and which player signing. signings shaped that. So yeah, on that line, I thought maybe Roy Keane, who was signed... I. Th- like very early Premier League days and pretty much embodied that United team. I'd also talk about more Man United players and I think Ferdinand, Vidic and Patrice Evra. And you've not even mentioned Cristiano Ronaldo there. Or Rain Rooney. Honestly, I think Mo Salah's in for a shout as well. I do. I think like the best sign is weird because you've got to take into account price, right? So like yeah. say he wasn't, he wasn't signed during the, when they were in the Prem but Vardy at Leicester considering yeah, how cheap he was. I wasn't was. going to like suggest him as my best signing because they weren't in the Prem as you say but when you mentioned Mo Salah I'd actually say maybe that Virgil van Dijk for for this Liverpool team but also as a Southampton signing for a purely financial sense um, and also Alisson have probably been better signings for Liverpool in that they were the players that seemed to make the difference between winning the title and not but then that's obviously difficult to say given that Salah was there beforehand so yeah. The, the player that I was essentially uh, thinking I was going to back as far as possible in this debate was Eden Hazard for Chelsea. Yes, that is another great one. Since signing for Chelsea, Hazard with them won two Premier Leagues, two Europa Leagues, at least one FA Cup, which he scored the only goal in the final of. And then on top of all of that, they still managed to spin a £70 million profit on him when they sold in him to Real Madrid. What can only be described as the coup of the century. Because he had one of his best seasons at Chelsea. Yeah, the one when he won the Europa League on the Sarri, he was insane. He had to carry Chelsea that season because Chelsea's attackers were Morata for the first half of the season and Higuain for the second. And they're both absolutely shite. I think, honestly, another good shout, I think, might be Robin Van Persie to Man United. No, because he didn't... Didn't he perform worse at United than he did at Arsenal? Not his first season. His first season, he basically won the league because they just lost it on goal difference to City, but he was a difference between them and City the season after. Yeah, he had a 30-goal season, Fucking like, It was fairly cheap because his contract was running out the year after. Just to come in for fairly cheap, win you the league, and then be decent for a couple more seasons than Depp. Because, I'm like, sort of surprised there's some of the people you haven't bought up. There's, there's so many, though. Terry Henry, Frank Lampard, Rain Rooney. Well, Frank Lampard was... Oh, he came from West Ham, didn't he? Yeah, 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 he like, came from West Ham. Because the thing is, you're, you're basically looking at the best players in the Prem ever, but who... As long as they're not youth products. So there's obviously lo- loads of people. Our next section of the podcast is talking about football's biggest falls from grace. Did we have any submissions? We've had so many submissions. Ja- Gianluca has said, uh, me too. I, don't, I wouldn't call that a fall from grace. I think he's still... Uh, I, I have him written down. He's a legend, and Raphael Morrison again, not for yeah. Grace, working in a working as like a party rep and a like a party island is probably quite good. Sounds quite fun. Max has said Mourinho. Yeah, that's fair. Signing for Tottenham is definitely a fall from Grace. I I've actually been nominated for biggest fall from Grace because after making a nutty foot save when I played for Sunday League in Year Thirteen, I then <laughs> had, a, had a had a long range shot, hit the post, I dived for it, it hit the back of my head and went in. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I think that's a pretty big pull from Grace. Zach has said Zidane in 2006. I wouldn't. I probably would call that a bit of a fall from Grace. It was yeah. yeah he, it was the headbutt. Yeah. Robbie Savage for doing delivery adverts, which I think is completely fair. But when he says Quinoa, triggers me. <laughs> oh god! And all the whoever doesn't just eat ones, they they deserve. That's like, all of the BT Sport rides. people. Oh, yeah. Literally every it. single one. Apart from but Peter Crouch, not... I love Peter Crouch. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry's a player you haven't heard of either. He used to play for Arsenal and the mighty, mighty New York Red Bulls. Um, he said that because Henry was once an, invis- an invincible and now can't get a job managing Bournemouth. Um, and of course, Harry Redknapp, who's gone from managing some really top clubs to selling £20 jam roly polies online. Did he not win the jungle though? That's a step up. Yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah. He he won he won the jungle and then went from the jungle to start selling jam roly polies. I mean, for even £20. when he was still managing, he went from Tottenham to QPR. No, I can I can mention more. I can mention uh, Rob Holding's hairline. He used to be a very attractive male. <laughs> he went straight from looking twenty to looking forty. Yeah. Before I get onto my galaxy brain suggestion, uh, just to go through some quick ones. Alexis Sanchez, Fernando Torres, Meza Ozil, Radamel Falcao, and Adriano. My my most serious, but also, I think, best suggestion for the biggest fall from grace is Michel Platini, who became France's all-time top scorer at that time when he was playing in the 80s and played a lot of games for Juventus, massive club, went on to also manage France, then got a good job in UEFA, right, and is now being investigated for corruption, and FIFA want to sue him. Our next and final uh, shit talk moment of this podcast is uh, what other jobs footballers should have? I think Ibrahimovic, he's got around. He would be a banging tour guide in most European cities. Not where I thought you were going when you said he's got around. I assumed you were going to say some sort of male Shagger! No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Right, strap in for some shit puns. Emmy Martinez should be a detective because he can catch everything. Matt Cash should work in a bank. Matt Target, for our listeners in the US, should work at the shop Target. For our UK listeners, <laughs> he should be the new Robin Hood. <laughs> Not a pun, this one. Genuine Jack Grealish should be a hairdresser. Yeah, I love his oh, trim. Oh, he would make it. He would make I'm modelling my triple hairs. Don't worry, Jack's coming. The Grealish yeah, is coming. <laughs> I can see Jack Grealish working like either Hobbs or like as like you know the people you see on Instagram who pop up say I made like six six like sixty grand this month on stocks and you could do the same. I feel Jack Grealish <laughs> made a great one of those. <laughs> the one of the few I've one of the few I've suggested as doing an, an, a, like a different sport. Kepper I've put out as dodgeball because nice. <laughs> the, obvi- the obvious reasons. Uh, ben Ben Chilwell should sell fridges. <laughs> that was actually quite funny. T- Timo, Timo Werner for our for our nerdy Star Wars fans, he should be a stormtrooper because he always misses. What needs short arms? Because that should be picked for his job, like a T Rex model. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wes Morgan should sell sell rum. All the various football players that are called Mendy should be repairmen. Matt Matt Longstaff should be a pole jumper or a porn star. Chris Basham should uh, run bumper cars. Oh. I, or again, a porn star. Oliver Norwood should be a beaver. Again, porn star. Uh, Eric Dyer should be a bin man because he's rubbish. You know those people in Ibiza that are like outside clubs and go, oh, you go to my club, you get like yeah, yeah. five shots for a pound. John Terry should be one of those. Oh, yeah. yes, he should. That'd be, that's a great shout. You said yesterday that all English centre-backs look like builders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they do. They do. <laughs> 
Okay, mo- moving on from uh, what jobs footballers should have had if football wasn't a thing. We're now moving on to a brand new segment. Yes, that's right, a new segment called Sunsets and Shocking Performances, where we talk about footballers who have had, quite frankly, a shit week. Would anyone like to start on this one? Cause yes, please. Got... Mine's not a footballer. It's the shitty linesman in the Portugal-Serbia game when Ronaldo clearly scored and he was like, yeah. nah, no thank you. No, that was definitely a good I also don't get why there's not, like, going technology. I get VAR, no, I not yet, but why not going technology? Because just like yeah. Serbia's national stadium, why is there not VAR, going tech even? John Stones, obviously, cocks up. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. And I'll finish this off with AD Boothroyd. Yeah. England under-21's manager. It's it just stinky. pathetic, man. Except that you've done a shit job. I think his biggest cock-up was because the England manager job has been referred to as the impossible job. He referred to it, the under-21 manager, as the more impossible job or something. And to I be think... fair, he only did that, like, after the second game of his tournament when he'd already, he'd lost them both already, so they're basically out. Yeah, but I think to call it the more... To say that his job as the under-21 manager is harder than... Well, I don't think it's harder, but job it's... of the, the national fair, team. But yeah, but that's what he... he it's basically the only job where if your best player job. plays well, they leave you. Like that, I can see that is like obviously it's the same for all the other under twenty one managers, but I can see it's difficult that the person who plays best for you is then not going to play for you at the next international break. Yeah, but he doesn't have to put up with the same like spotlight and media yeah, attention. That's that true. Gareth Southgate does is that I mean like when Gareth like during the World Cup, say Gareth Southgate. Everyone knew who he was. What was it? The waistcoat sells at M and S or something. I bet he, he brings that back for the Euros. Whereas, 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 I'm betting there were still like football fans that haven't heard of the under twenty ones England manager. I mean, after that <laughs> genuine expulsion of hate from all of us, I think we should move on to what is. I've only got written down as James's game. Jim's game, you mean? Or Jim's yeah. game? Yes, that one. Jim, Jim. It's my new game. So the the new unnamed game. What's going to happen is I'm going to put this weird bit of plastic in my mouth that sort of stretches it all out and makes it harder to talk. I'm then going to say either like names of footballers or managers or just footballing terms, words that you would associate with football. And the others are going to have to guess what it is I'm, I'm trying to say. Same basic rules apply. You get it right. Everyone else drinks. You guess and get it wrong. You drink. Yes. Round one. <laughs> Yeah, this is really shit. Oh, is it that obvious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, then. Yeah, then. Yeah, then. Yeah, then. Yeah, then. Yeah, then. Yeah, No. I heard Nigel, but definitely not Nigel. Yeah, then. Yeah, the Netherlands? No. <laughs> Genuinely, it sounds like a wild animal is giving birth. <laughs> it looks like it as well. <laughs> it's fun. I am having that. Next round. Hana Hack. Connor. Hana. Corner kick. Yeah. Next round. Ralph and Ralph Hassan Hill. Henry Vegetarian. No. Hana. Hello. Ralph Hassan No! Who said that? Oh, wasn't this one, sorry. Oh! Ah! 
hot horno. Ralph has a noodle. No. <laughs> Alright, it's definitely Ralph has a noodle. Either you're right first, let's go. It's not fucking Ralph has a noodle. Ralph has a horno. Caprice Blogger. Ralph has a Work at final, work at final. Yay! <laughs> right, last one. Ralph has a Yo yo T-Ray. No. Yo yo T-Ray. Chalky no. United. No. What? Let her go. Caparisa Bilago. No. I said that. That's a good one. What? Let her go. That was something. What? Matt Letissier. Yeah! That's the end of my nameless game. Ivor, back to you. Indeed. And uh, that's the end of James's nameless game. And. Gems. This is the end of our podcast, I'm afraid. However, before we go, should we do a little drink review? I'll start off my pills that tasted like apples, as all pills are does. The Lunar Lager, Aldi's finest, um, as Ivor predicted, was just like, tastes the same as the other Aldi beer that I got. Yeah, I mean, it was alright, but I will not be getting it again. The carling was nice. It was kind of warm, but I actually rated that. My sea Fu- it was really nice, actually. The Sea Fury from, from Sharps, I rate it. I'll get it again. 7 out of 10, good taste. Not bad. And with that mediocre beer, it is time to end our mediocre podcast. Thank you very much for listening in, and we will see you all next week.